Welcome to the Call to Action Podcast, where we bring you incredible people and even more incredible stories with discussions and topics about what it takes to sacrifice everything to overcome hardships and failures to achieve success. Our guests heard the call. Now it's your turn. So right now I am uh, I'm lucky. I have a really great relationship with some brilliant aerospace engineers. Um, you know, they are a company called Xcraft. So it's xcraft.io. Um, these guys, their specific mission in life, they're, they're crazy guys like I am. They just love things that fly. You know, they want to, they want to break a toy helicopter and shove the rotors and blades into the roof of a toy car and make a flying car, you know, <laughs> what? Out, of, out of something else. And, you know, that's, we can get into that also, but, you know, as a kid, that's, that was what I used to do is I used to break stuff, put it back together, you know, make stuff fly that shouldn't fly. Um, we won't talk about the pet cat. That was a different story. <laughs> Did it involve gasoline no, 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 or no, 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 lighter no, on accident? I can tell you that the cat wasn't supposed to fly three feet off the ground. But he did. <laughs> but he did. So, oh, yeah, uh, it did. Yeah. So, you know, basically, you know, that is, uh, that's the goal is, you know, the implementation of the software, the hardware, um, and scaling it. But I have this relationship with these, uh, with the engineers and I am speaking to venture capital people, angel investors, you know, trying, you know, to really get my product out there, the concept, the use cases that I'm legitimately solving a problem that, uh, you know, we can put this in the hands of hundreds of millions of people on a global basis. Because again, you know, uh, I'm really, I really am selling into the global smartphone user community you are, and yeah. it's for everyone. Uh, and one of the things that I love, what excites me is that, you know, there are now more mobile phone subscriptions in the world than there are people. So I'm selling into a very, very healthy sector. What do you, t what's that conversation like with those investors at this stage? Cause there's a lot of listeners who probably have never experienced raising money or, and, or may never in their lifetime, but may be curious as to the process. Uh, we've, Keith and I have both been fortunate enough to kind of go through some, uh, processes, Keith more so than myself, but, um, you know, what's, what's that conversation like at this stage? Like, how are you approaching those firms and, and individuals and, and what's the conversation? Like, are you trying to hard sell them right off the bat or is right now kind of more relationship building? So I never really do any kind of a hard sell. I think it's really important to establish the relationship and for, you know, somebody that's at yeah. the venture capital level or angel investor, you know, they want to know and feel comfortable that they're dealing with, you know, someone or a team that has specific expertise in the field that they're trying to conquer, right? So, you know, I have uh, somewhat of a network engineering background. The guys that I'm working with that I partner with, they're aerospace engineers. Um, they've raised capital. You know, they've been before, you know, uh, VCs and angel investors. Um, and to be very honest with you, I love the process. I love getting in front of, you know, an investor and trying to get them excited about something that excites me. And, you know, um, inadvertently, I guess I am trying to sell them on the vision and the dream, but that it's really not just a product, that this is not a one hit wonder and it's not just, you know, a one-time purchase, but we're building an organization. We have a significant hardware platform, we're writing proprietary software. We are in a stage where, 
you know, I've done this deep dive data analysis into the United States Patent and Trademark Office, and it's kind of unusual and somewhat freaky to be the only person on the planet that has actually come up with this. So I take that as a compliment, and sometimes it can be not taken as a compliment because maybe somebody has looked at this before, or maybe they've tried this before, but I've done, you know, almost two years of data analysis, due diligence, homework. Um, you know, I've worked with patent attorneys and some really, really brilliant engineers, um, and they've never seen this. It's really, I really, in my heart, don't think it's ever been done. But again, back to the whole raising capital aspect of it, I love the process because it's networking and it's, it's building this relationship. Um, exactly. And, 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 and I agree with that. And my goal is to not sell them phone quad. My goal is to sell them Neil and who I am and what I have done and what I want to do and what the path is and the strategy and something, you know, super solid that I've laid out that we can actually say, this is one, this is number two, this is number three. And for them to get to a point where they come to the realization that I will undoubtedly live on the floor of a factory anywhere in the world and personally QC every unit that comes off the line. Because to me, there's one thing that generates money is consumer confidence. And when you have created consumer confidence, you are now selling into the proper demographic, which is everyone. You've done something and created something of quality where people are going to be repeat customers and you're building this reputation. So it's consumer confidence, it's repeat business, it's pumping the right product towards the right group of people at the right price point at the right time, which is now. Um, and, and, you know, UAV drone technology, as far as, you know, Goldman Sachs is concerned and other large global banks that, you know, have sell-side research analysts that write data and sell their information to buy-side institutions, you know, the, the global drone community is just going to be going deeper, deeper into the hundreds of billions of dollars. And so, you know, one example that I like to use is, and and it's really, it's not an if, it's when, you know, let's just say this, an older gentleman is walking down the street. He has chest pains. His pacemaker is going to send, you know, a signal to his phone and his phone is going to send a stress signal to a drone ambulance that's sitting on top of a building in, you know, New York City. And an ambulance, you know, although we have nothing but love and respect for all of our first responders, you know, uh, an ambulance has a very difficult time getting to an emergency in Manhattan on an island with 10 million yep. people. But when a drone ambulance is sitting on top of a building with a first responder in it, and that can hover down and pick somebody up and take them to the hospital in two minutes instead of 20 minutes, it's going to save somebody's life. Yeah. So, you know, we're You're really, really into the future here with this one. Deep into that type of technology. And for it to be, you know, truly accepted. And that's kind of what I'm doing is I want to make this technology not just accepted at, you know, that professional level, at the consumer level, but, you know, at, at the global level. And, and that's the goal. It sounds like you've got medical quad, people quad, you know, and and real quickly, the key, key, key precision point that you just nailed is these investors are always buying into you and your team, the expertise you bring to the table, the confidence factor that you're going to deliver. And the best part is you already show up with a prototype. So you have already, before the ask, even already everything that they need to see. 
yeah. as well as the history. So hats off, hats off to you. Yeah. And keep them in the loop. Yeah, man. I, I think that's a really important point for anyone that's listening to this that's you know either about to start building their product, currently are, and about to get to that stage is that you know fundraising is kind of a process. It depends on where you are, but if you're not quite there, but you know it's coming up and you want to be prepared, you know, take Neil's approach. It's uh, been proven time and time again, but it's building the relationship prior, getting them stoked, and also proving your worth in terms of being able to come back to them every quarter with a new prototype that's like 25 30% yeah. you know improved and okay, or ready to launch and then by the time you're ready to ask it's almost like a no brainer for them right you've proven everything to them the products there they know the market because you've been showing them the growth over months and months of time and now it's almost just like a normal meeting and of course they're going to invest you're you're the person for the job that I am, you know, just so focused on is when you have a conversation, when you are fortunate enough to have a conversation with, you know, somebody in venture capital or angel investing, uh, especially somebody that knows something about your specific sector and believes in it. You know, if you walk in there with the attitude that, you know, you're just looking for funding, um, that's a problem. You know, that's, that's a major red flag. And you're speaking to people that are incredibly intelligent. It's not their first rodeo. Um, and, and I walk in there and I'm really not looking for their money. I'm looking for their confidence. I want their vote of confidence. I want them to share my vision. And if they share my vision, then they're going to want to be my partner. And to yep. me, you know, the goal is, is how do we benefit as a team? I am not just looking for somebody to write a check. I think the strategic side of the relationship is incredibly important. You know, manufacturing, logistics, marketing, distribution, packaging, getting it to stores, getting it online. You know, obviously, you know, uh, online um, sales is, is, is incredibly important. Getting, you know, that type of structure in place is, you know, incredibly important to be able to service your customer. And obviously, I love, you know, when Jeff Bezos says, be customer obsessive, be uh, totally obsessed with your customer. My God, no, nobody's ever said it better. Uh, and, and people have said it in other ways, but. So you know, lasso it and believe in it and breathe it and live it is when you are that much closer to having a successful platform and a strategy that's going to work. Let's get back to the hardware a little bit. You know, we're, we're nerds here, so let's nerd out a little bit. You know, uh, at Dimension Software, our, our software consulting agency, you know, we write a lot of software, uh, you know, and, and we write a lot of software that works with hardware. We've done embedded. Yeah. Where is the power draw? Uh, does, can that actually pull from the phone battery? Does it have its own battery? So what I've done was, is, you know, everybody's always very hungry for, you know, battery power, right? Your, your phone's running low, you know, your phone's running low, you're, you're running to a meeting, you need your phone, you're always looking to, you know, someplace to plug it in, whatever it may be, we're, we're thirsty for energy. So I wanted to make sure that the phone and the drone are independent of each other. Right. Yeah. Smart. So what what I've done is, although it really is a hard poly type of a case, um, and and obviously you know we can get into, you know, graphene and plastics and poly materials and PVC and carbon fiber um, and and all these types of materials that are you know uh, realistic to use as the exoskeleton and internal yeah, carbon thinking. reinforced plastic. A yes, car carbon reinforced plastic. Um, FRP fiberglass mm -hmm. reinforced plastic. 
things yeah. of that nature. A little bit know, brittle. Are, I'm sorry. It's a little bit more brittle, but it's like a little even cheaper. Bit more brittle, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> if you drop it, it's gonna it's gonna be uh, it's gonna do the right thing. So, yeah, you know, that's right. It's yeah, protect I mean, your phone. And, you know, and, and when we talk about carbon fiber, if we really want to nerd out, we, we have to be careful with carbon fiber because it's a conductor of electricity. So yeah. when you have a small scaled application and you have a power source and you have current moving from one end to the other, carbon fiber can actually grab the current and make it uneven and make things not work properly. So, you know, there's mm. not, I'm Aerospace. not super, yeah, I'm not, I'm not super concerned about the shell or the exoskeleton because there's just so much amazing, you know, scientific proven material that's out there that we can use that's economically feasible. Um, totally. Going back to the whole power source. So the phone and the drone are independent of each other. The phone actually plugs into the frame of, of the drone itself, right? So we're, we're locked in, right? This side slides out, it locks in. Once it locks in, it's not going anywhere. The internal um, brackets here or like a ratchet system. So it'll go click, 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 click. Ah, and it's locked. Clever. Right? So everything That's is how it should stable. be, in fact. Yeah, and, and it's all it's all it'll all be a poly material, right? So there's no okay. metal, there's no, you know, steel, there's no aluminum. It's all Great. poly through and through, um, which doesn't inhibit anything, doesn't inhibit any functionality, things of that nature. But on the power side, what we have thought of is that the drone has enough interior real estate to have a smaller secondary battery that if your phone is actually dying, we can jump the phone with the drone. So I can hit, you know, power, power release, and the drone itself will actually juice your well, phone great. instead of the opposite. Yep. So that's something we're, we're playing with. Yeah, that, that's a very clever idea, especially because a lot of these accessories, is, you know, these years they pack so much battery capacity into them, you know, and they're not even batteries. They're oftentimes doing other things. So, uh, you know, if you can, if you can have that, you know, reverse, wow, you know, now, now you've got an extra feature. Yeah. I mean, and are you, one of the things, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, are you guys currently building out some of these prototypes? Uh, and then has COVID impacted your ability to kind of move on next versions of, uh, of this V1 that you're trying to get out proof of concept? So basically, you know, what we're doing is we're raising money for, you know, the manufacturable working model. Um, and, and we have, you know, somewhat of a, of a working model now, but it's not something that we are comfortable taking to a manufacturer. It's really for, you know, presentations, showing venture capital folks, talking to angel investors, things of that nature. Um, you know, if you visit our website, which is myphonequad.com, um, there's a lot of information on engineering and software and pictures and videos, concept videos. So, you know, there's a lot going on you know, uh, on the website that will, you know, kind of bridge the gap for a lot of people from where we are now to where we want to be. Yeah. Neil, let me, let me jump into the patents real quick as we kind of get towards the end later stages here, and then we can kind of find out, you know, what your, the next steps are and, and what you see in the near future and what, you know, listeners can look out for and whatnot. But, you know, during the patent like first, what's that like trying to get that many patents? And then secondly, are you a little scared or worried? Like what? Because the process in and of itself of patenting a product, I mean, you're essentially putting out a, a blueprint of exactly what you're going to do. I mean, 
are you, are you a little worried that someone, you know, these, these, I won't put a country name on it, but I think we all know what country is probably going to knock them off and cheapen them out and try and, uh, and steal your idea. Are you worried about that at all either? Or you know, how's that process? I'll be honest with you. When I kind of took this journey, I came to the realization that, <clears throat> you know, the second somebody sees this, they'll be able, and, and if they have expertise, you know, on the, on, on the engineering side, physics side, um, if they have, you know, a, a kid like me that can take something apart and, and make it fly, then there's a lot of people out there, a lot of brilliant men and women that can just run with it. And so that's why I immediately, you know, spent a couple of bucks, not anything crazy, and, and worked with a patent attorney that I happen to know. Um, and he helped me, you know, make a, a really in-depth, protected list of design and utility patents that I've applied for. So right now I'm in the provisional patent stages of design and utility, um, which protects, you know, this design that you guys saw, multiple other designs, as well as internal functioning designs that, you know, is my uh, my Coca-Cola recipe, my, my secret sauce um, that, you know, just won't ever get out there, that'll just stay in the, uh, stay in the archives for as long as possible. Um, so there, yeah, there are a lot of people out there that can probably knock this off, but it won't be what I have and it will not be my formula. Um, very noble my engineering, my physics, it won't be my team, uh, and it won't be me. So, you know, obviously, you know, next Tuesday at three o'clock, it could be on Alibaba. Hopefully it won't be. Um, but when you are in the frame of mind that I am, which is focused and intrepid um, and fearless, then, mm -hmm. you know, I'm mm -hmm. just going to keep rocking. And if somebody knocks on my door, then I'll deal with it legally. Uh, and, and that's and how I roll. Furthermore, your price point is right on. I think that that price point is going to speak volumes to the sales you'll be able to push because the truth is people spend more than $100 on a selfie stick that does nothing. Yeah. And you're absolutely. coming in just a bit above that. Also, there's not a whole lot of wiggle room there. I mean, you're providing so much hardware, so much software once the apps are finished at that price point that the truth is, even if someone's going to come in from a much cheaper you know, country somewhere else where they have you know, just whatever labor they don't even pay for, probably, um, it's going to be really difficult for them to accomplish all the things that you've done yeah. and yeah. lower the price. Because yeah. you're not selling this, you know, they're, they're, to me, it doesn't seem like there's an awful lot of, you know, your price is right. Your, your price is perfect. I mean, and what we say is, you know, in the in the manufacturing side of things and in, in any kind of sales situation, volume cures all, right? Yeah. So as we scale this up and, you know, we roll it out initially on a regional basis and we gain that, you know, what I love to talk about consumer confidence. And then we have confidence that it's going to do well in other regions and we roll it out globally. You know, the volume is going to be at a point where, you know, it's going to cure that margin issue. Um, and there's hopefully, you know, and, and should be plenty of margin to go around for our investors and, you know, venture capital folks and, you know, things of that nature. And, you know, I have this super crazy vision of really building a large scale electronics company where, you know, we have Gen 1 phone quad and Gen 2, Gen 3. And, you know, we scale this into other products with a similar function. Um, and, and I would love to see an initial public offering at some point. I would love to take Lestronics public um, and, and really have the public benefit from their support uh, and, and grow the organization that way. 
So although wow. I love the concept of grassroots because I epitomize grassroots and organic growth, you know, once you get beyond that and you have a strong foothold in your, you know, in, into your customer base, um, you know, I would love to see the next level of true exponential growth through some type of, you know, public offering. Right. That's such a beautiful story, man. Uh, we are thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying this. We here at Call to Action Podcast, we like to leave our listeners, you know, one with highlighting incredible entrepreneurs like yourself and their stories and what they're doing and how they're building it, but also leave them with some takeaways. Is there something you can leave that young Neil in the entrepreneurial journey or, you know, even yourself now that little bit of advice or wisdom that has really helped you throughout your journey and kind of managing the ups and downs, the peaks and valleys, but just you know, the, the road to success is never a direct, it's a squiggly ass line that goes all over the place. And like in two hours, you could be depressed because something else happened, but that's the ride you chose. And that's the ride we chose. And that's how we roll. You know, you got to keep going. What would you say to that person right now? So I think what you just described is one word that, you know, stops people from moving forward. And that one word is fear, right? Right. So when somebody has fear and they have this little bit of a buildup of, you know, anxiety of whatever that is, you've got to be able to crush it. You've got to be able to put it so far into the distance that it does not inhibit your plan, your strategy, your passion, your love. If you're going to let something step in the way of your existence, because, you know, whether it's something personal, something professional, something that you not just want to accomplish, but you have to accomplish. You need to accomplish. You've got to crush that wall. You've got to run through that fire. You've got to be able to take that fear and put it at bay, so far away at bay that it might as well not even exist. A little bit of fear is good. I'm not going to say it's not, but you can't let your emotions get in the way of your plan and your strategy because there are a lot of people right now that are brilliant. There are brilliant people right now that are sitting on their couch, that lack confidence, that have fear. And if they walked off the couch and pulled the tube away from their face and got motivated, let me tell you something. There's a lot of people out there that could change the world. They could cure a lot of things. They could focus where they want to focus. Grab your balls, get up, stay focused. Do not let fear get in your way. You've got to be able to put confidence in a jar put a price tag on it and sell it at retail. If you can do that, you've got the world in the right spot and nothing will stop you ever. Stay focused, don't have blinders on, look around, know what's going on around you all the time, partner and you know network with people that you wanna work with. The best partners are folks that have different skill sets, that challenge you, that yes. don't agree with everything you say. Right. When you're sitting in the boardroom and there's a kid that got out of college and he's got the, you know what, to stand up and say, you know something, why don't we try it this way? I see your strategy and I agree with it, but maybe we should make a left instead of a right. You know something? Give it a shot. Give it a shot. Keep going. Stay focused. Shit, man. I'm jacked up right now. I don't know about you. 
Floating selfies are in the near future. He heard the call and took action. Neil, my man, thank you so much for coming on our show today, sharing your story and putting up with our crazy shit. And, uh, man, we welcome you with open arms to the CTAP family. And one of these days we'll have to get beers in person, man, and uh, be floating our phones. Gentlemen, I appreciate it. It was good to meet you, good to talk with you. It was an awesome experience. And, uh, you know, obviously I will update you on progress as things move forward. Yes, please do, uh, man. We start going and growing. So thank you.